You're listening to Talk to Tall. This is Talia. I have helped people in varying capacities, whether it was how to get divorced, how to come out of the closet, how to feel better in my own skin, start a new career, move across the country, move across the world, working on their addiction, how to be honest. It's very easy to lie to ourselves. I like to say the truth is erotic. Let me help you find yours. Hi guys. Um, Welcome to another episode of Talk to Tall. I'm super excited to talk to um, somebody very important in my life who I see regularly. But one of the first things I want to say is most of the time, these types of conversations that we're going to have today are very uncomfortable and embarrassing. And somehow this woman has helped me greatly in my own life. So I thought because a lot of Talk to Tall listeners are asking me certain embarrassing questions that they might have that I would like to bring someone who doesn't feel it's embarrassing and she does a lot of good and help for people uh, all over, but especially in the East Village in New York City. So I'd like to welcome Donna from Gravity to the show and um, welcome Donna. Well, well, thank you so much. It's so great to be here, Talia. Tell us a little bit, uh, tell our listeners exactly uh, what you do, what my um, understanding exactly and interject uh, after I say this is Donna is a specialized colon hydrotherapist um, and she has a specialty in quantum reflex analysis as a practitioner and she owns her own wellness center uh, called Gravity East Village in the East Village. Can you introduce yourself in whatever way that helps us understand you. Uh, so I, I have my own wellness center here in New York City, and uh, I've been offering uh, colon hydrotherapy, also known uh, as the Gravity Method uh, colonic, uh, since 2005. I've been uh, offering this service. It's a treatment, a therapy. Uh, basically with a gravity colonic, some people are like, what is that? Um, basically the water, um, is a state of the art filtered and there's a five gallon tank of water. That's about three and a half feet above the body. And there's some hoses, some tubing where the water is dropping into the body with the use of gravity. That's why it's a gravity method. It's different than a machine or pressurized system. So that feels really good to have the water gently entering the body. And then we want the colon to give it up. We want that re- the release to happen. So as the water is coming in, uh, and we use a sterilized speculum, and that word kind of scares people. But uh, anyway, the water is moving through the body, and there's another opening on that speculum. So as the body naturally needs to let go of old waste products, um, gases, and the water itself, it's going out through the tubing and kind of down the drain. So we use a closed system, which is really preferred as well. Um, and uh, uh, the therapist is with you the entire time. We book uh, here at Gravity East Village an hour and 15 minutes, and you're on the table about 45 minutes to 55 minutes. So you want a trained therapist to administer the treatment, and that will help to ensure a good release. So you can feel nice and light and empty and clean when you leave. And That's nice. Nothing better than that. 
That's nice. Now, I want to ask you, I mean, I am a big fan, as you know, Donna and I are very close. I have a very close relationship with you. What made you want to get into the business of dealing with other people's, I mean, insert any word you want here. Like, how do you want to deal with other people's shit? What, how did you even think about this when you were starting out long ago before a lot of people in the, you know, now we're in 2023 where people are very well of well aware of nutrition and their metabolism and their body and their health. But how did you come about all of this? Sure. I um, had changed my own diet in 1989. Uh, I was up until that point eating everything. Um, and I was in my early to mid twenties when I was started having uh, chronic yeast infections and I went through about five different medical doctors within three years and I just wasn't getting better. And they just kept handing me another cream or medication to take, which I just, it wasn't really helping. It was the first time in my life that I found that uh, a doctor couldn't help me. So I started to look at what I was eating and I, I had some support from a friend who had uh, adopted a raw food vegan diet. So it seems kind of extreme, but I, over the course of a year, made a lot of changes and gave up all the processed foods, the fast foods, meat, dairy, eggs, the whole thing. And um, after I made these changes, I uh, became a vegan. And this was 1989. I was about 24 years old. And I had chronic constipation from the time I was a child all the way up into this point. I could easily go three, four days without having a movement. Yeah. And once I committed to a very clean plant-based diet, I started pooping two or three times a day. Wow. It was a miracle. I had no idea. Like, I, what did I know? I didn't know anything. So I felt so much better that alone. And that inspired me to keep going. And then, um, to heal my body, uh, I decided to, uh, go further with it. And I looked at it like a cleanse and I uh, decided for 30 days, I would just eat 75% of my diet raw, uh, vegan. So raw plant-based. So a lot of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, a little seaweed, <laughs> avocado, that type of thing. And, uh, took all the condiments out, the oils. Uh, if I ate anything cooked that 25%, it was steamed, uh, potatoes, brown rice, quinoa, that type of thing. And within about three months, my problems stopped. Oh. And I got rid of the chronic yeast infections. And I the, the benefit was that I felt more energy than ever in my life. I always felt like I was dragging my body around. Mm -hmm. So then uh, I just ran with that. You know, I just felt so great. And then about five years later, my energy wasn't quite the same as the beginning. And I didn't understand what was wrong. And what had happened was my acne that I always had since childhood was much worse. So during these years, I was searching and I was cleansing my body with juice fasts, uh, enemas. Um, let's see, I was doing gallbladder flushes, you know, all different, even water fasting. I was exploring all these things, but I wasn't feeling uh, better. Um, and if anything, my skin was getting worse and I just wasn't feeling so grounded. I was even starting to have panic attacks. So I knew that the diet was right for me, but all of a sudden it wasn't working. And then a friend really was trying to get me to have my first colonic. 
So this was around 1997. Uh, I went to see uh, a practitioner uh, who did this gravity method colonic, and I couldn't believe it. I was doing a colonic uh, with him about once a month, and I'd say within about five sessions, my skin cleared up, and I never had acne again when it was part of my issues, you know, for most of my life, my childhood into my adult. So I got very interested in what colonics can do because of this phenomenon. And so eating healthy is very important, but it's not the only thing. Sometimes we're eating healthy and then we miss that we're not cleansing our bodies periodically. Mm -hmm. So it's an important piece for a lot of people to make sure those toxins are getting out in, in lots of different ways. And for me, this was the key thing. And then from there, I um, decided to switch careers um, down the line. And um, I was making a living as an illustrator, as an artist, freelance artist. And um, yeah, it just went from there. Once I uh, decided to work for my teacher or my therapist uh, for the first couple of years. And then I, I opened my office in uh, 2007. Uh, so we've been open for a very long time now. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, I have so many questions and even coming to you all these years and just feeling very comfortable with you. I mean, I've once, I think I had a, a colonic by someone else and I never went back to anyone else. And I've always insisted, Oh, I have to see Donna mainly because I feel comfortable. But why do you think there's such a stigma against people speaking about pooping or the comfortability about pooping? I mean, as you know, in some of my relationships, I've been so backed up that I haven't been able to go because I just don't feel comfortable. What, what do you think that is? What is the big stigma that we can't address such a natural human function? Well, it's interesting. I have a dog, you know, and I walk him three times a day and he doesn't care that he stops and poops outside, you know, in front of me. Sometimes he'll turn and look at me like, I'm going to do this now. <laughs> uh, but I guess, you know, it goes back to what we're shown as children. You know, we go into a room, we close the door, there might be smells, uh, so there, there may be some shame around it. I think for women in particular, we don't see that pooping is the most attractive thing. Uh, we don't want to be thought about that we actually poop. We want to be uh, the Barbie doll, and Barbie dolls don't poop. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so we have, we Certainly see, not Margot Robbie. She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so it stays with us that we want to appear uh, attractive, sexy, and not have that image in anyone's head of us actually, you know, pooping. Yeah. So I like the word poop. I use that a lot. Uh, it's a funny word. Uh, but everyone does it. So when they come to see me, when people, clients come to see me, they love to talk about poop. Because yeah. no one, there isn't anyone they talk about poop, they're pooping with, yeah. uh, except maybe when they're a kid, their mother, you know, so it's an opportunity for us to have a conversation. And because I've been looking at my tube for all these years, I, you know, can pick up certain things about how the release is looking and how well the person is um, digesting their food to some degree. Of course, I'm not a doctor, but um, clearly um, I often we'll tell people they need to eat more vegetables, more fiber. Some people come in, they think they're full of poop. And I'm like, you're actually full of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and other people, they're like, I'm so bloated. I must be so gassy. And I'm like, no, you're, you're full of poop. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, but usually it's a little of both. So Right. I read something the other day in preparation for this because I the question that I want to that one of the callers asked me about is sort of like a three part question. And I know you're going to probably just because I know you and I have many conversations with you about poop. I think you're going to say what I think you're going to say, but let's here goes. They said, how normal, how much is too much? And how, how much should I be going? This was a, a, a man who was six foot two. I don't know what his diet's like, but how much should we be pooping? What is the reality of, I know it's probably based on many factors, but what do you think about that question? Well, it's, it's been documented. Um, if, if a person's eating three meals a day plus snacks, they should have at least three bowel movements a day. So that blows people people's mind because they think they're so regular by having a morning bowel movement. But think again, you know, really, uh, it should be like a conveyor belt. You put something in, you should get something out. And mm. if anyone's had a child, oftentimes you feed the baby and then you have to change the diaper. But somewhere along the way, because of our perverted eating habits mm-hmm. uh, and stress, Uh, and possibly maybe some dehydration, we may not be able to have three bowel movements a day. Uh, But even we look at our pets, we we feed them, and then we have to make sure they go out Mm -hmm. uh, to have that movement. Yeah. So how much fiber you're eating uh, is important. The colon's favorite food is fiber. And so if someone isn't eating enough of that, there's nothing to bulk up. Mm. So... uh, you know, having uh, fiber-rich foods, and it just loves fruits and vegetables. Some people have trouble uh, breaking down some of the insoluble fiber that would be commonly in vegetables, and they'll say, well, I get so gassy. But um, there could be other reasons over time why people don't have the ability to break down certain types of fiber because the colon can weaken over time. Mm -hmm. But if you of raised, you know, eating a lot of this throughout your life, you should have a nice strong colon or eat, I should say digestion in general. And, um, that roughage is just so good for you. Wow. And then the other thing I want to ask you just from a personal standpoint, what I've noticed, first of all, when I leave your office, I feel lighter. And so I I don't even know how to describe the feeling inside my stomach. It's like the water has cooled, the in part, inner inside of me, and I feel just totally flat stomach, a lot of energy, thirsty, like for my vegetable juice, you always say, go, don't forget your vegetable juice. And I, I feel completely different than a week before I'm about to get a colonic. My question is when you, when you go through the day, let's say you have your salad for lunch, you might have a smoothie, um, mid morning, and then you have whatever you're going to eat for dinner. Why does the stomach start to pooch up? Like at the end of the night, it looks like you, you, you've gained five pounds in the stomach. At least it does on me. And I think when I wake up in the morning, it's flat again. So why is that? And that's before a BM. So why is that? Well, if you're eating a lot of fiber, um, it, it will be part of the deal that you might bloat a little bit because, um, it'll expand in, in your digestive tract. um, as it's moving through your system, uh, depends on the different kinds of fiber and how that, um, moves your system. Like a potato, for instance, is a soluble fiber, very easy to digest actually. Um, 
and for some people who have IBS, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, they'll, they'll say, hey, I feel great when I eat potatoes. Um, but, you know, certain foods might draw more water into the intestine. Depending on the person and what they're eating, um, it might create some gases. Uh, some people have um, uh, some imbalances in their gut. So let's say they have a yeast infection on, going on in their small intestine that might cause some gas and bloating. Um, and then, of course, I mean, you know, uh, Talia, you, you get colonics, so you're in better shape than most people. Uh, a lot of yes, I love hearing that. Woo. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, they're so impacted, yeah. you know, so sometimes they need more than one session. So many people will feel very bloated because there's old waste, you know, like cement sitting inside. And then the newer food that they're eating is bypassing the old stuff. Oh, you wow. know, the old stuff kind of sticks to you and gets pushed all the way back. That's the interesting thing when I first started doing this work. Uh, my father would always say, I'm a little backed up. And he was right. Yeah. So when you miss that bowel movement because you didn't drink enough water or you ate too late or you just got off an airplane or you're just eating a big plate of pasta and it's just sticking to you, um, it gets pushed back. So for you, um, you might feel a little bloated after dinner because you had a big plate of, of healthy fiber. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it goes down because in the morning you have your your, your bowel movement. Right. So you should feel after a bowel movement, like your belly button could touch your spine. Oh, wow. When you feel that empty and light after a bowel movement, then you're doing very well. Yeah. If you don't feel complete, you better get your butt in to see me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, and then another question that a caller had was, how do I poop in my relationship? How can I have my moment of relaxation and quiet if I'm living with someone? Does Do people, I know I've asked you that in my experience with you, but do people ask you that question or say, I can't poop around my husband, my boyfriend, my girlfriend? I had a client this morning, I swear to God, and she said she just moved in with her boyfriend and she was she had a very full colonic, <laughs> a very deep, full experience this morning. Uh, and, you know, it's just going to take time for her to relax yeah. uh, and feel comfortable in the relationship uh, and, 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 and feel that she's loved, you know, even though yeah. she, he might notice that she pooped, you know, it's men don't have this issue. They, yeah. they could care less, <laughs> but some people will run water at the sink. They'll run a shower. So sometimes some of these things will help to, uh, make the person feel more relaxed, yeah. uh, that they're muffling the sounds a little bit. Uh, ideally when you have a bowel movement, there shouldn't be the sound, right? <laughs> if you're having a lot of the noise, yeah, you're, you're probably not eating as well as you should. If you're right. having watery stool coming out, there's something you're doing, you're eating that's upsetting your system. Right. So honestly, it should be a plop, plop, and that's it. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And some people worry about the smells. Um, if you're eating clean, a lot of fruits and vegetables and not eating animal foods, especially eggs, and these things will make uh, your poop smell like a... a really bad, uh, like sulfur, it'll be much like a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> drop. So clean up your diet. You know, if you clean up your diet, then 
you know, plop, plop, a nice long uh, snake comes out of you, flush the toilet, and, uh, you know, you could just spray some essential oils and uh, be on your way. I like it. I like, you know, one thing that you said in there was, if you're loved, it all comes down to love, even when you poop. I mean, people just want to be loved. Let's face it. We want to be accepted and feel that it's okay to be us. And I agree with you that relaxing for anything, especially for women, I mean, it's hard to orgasm unless you're really feeling relaxed. It's hard to do anything that's a bodily function that's normal and healthy unless you really feel comfortable. So I love that you said that. Um, and the other thing, I like how you speak about pooping and, and the body because it's so normal to you. Do you ever have a client or have you ever had a situation that you felt you couldn't help or you were really, um, in a place where, uh, it was challenging? I mean, I'm sure you see everything. I mean, you see things I don't want to see. Sometimes when you tell me you're releasing, I'm just thinking, don't tell me. (laughs) I don't want to know. But it's true. I do want to know somewhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There are people that come in and uh, they're coming in for damage control. So let's say someone knows that they shouldn't eat dairy products. So dairy products will create a lot of gas and upset for about nine out of 10 people. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a food I personally would say no one should eat because it's just not digestible for humans. Yeah. Um, thinking of one client in particular right now and she will eat some ice cream and then she'll feel so bad uh, and come in either like that same day uh, or the next day. And usually, you know, when you come to gravity, your first time we'd like to speak to you on the phone to explain how to prepare. But some people just if you're not feeling well, we'll say, just come on in and we'll get something out. Uh, so in this case, she just wanted to get something out, but the clinic was difficult, you know, because it's so, such extreme gas and she's coming in in the middle of like a situation where her system is so stressed. Oh yeah. And, you know, I'll suggest to her that there might be some dairy free options she could try if she likes ice cream. It would make a world of difference, but mm-hmm. we're all addicted. Yeah. You know, to some degree, uh, there isn't hardly anyone on the planet that's not addicted to something, whether it's sugar, um, you know, there's opiates. Uh, they call them opioid peptides that's found in the gluten of bread. Try to give up bread, uh, sugar. These things are really uh, have a hold on people. So, you know, if I asked you to give up string beans, you'd say, hey, no, no problem. So. I am compassionate towards people and their limitations. I'm not perfect myself. I eat pretty clean, but I have my moments like everyone else. But Thank uh, God. You're yeah. human. So, <laughs> yeah. But I had I have one client I consider my poster child. And of course I wouldn't say who she is, but she was started seeing me many years ago. Severe constipation would maybe poop once a week and could easily go two weeks without a bowel movement. So she would come see me once a week, believe it or not, because she really needed that relief because nothing worked. Yeah. You know, I would suggest many things to try to get her bowels moving. And it, she would just be kind of angry about it. Yeah. And then I would suggest to uh, stop eating late. That was one of her things. You know, she would uh, eat some healthy foods, uh, but then she would binge late at night. So it creates a lot of congestion for the, the bowel and gas. And then how could she possibly have a bowel movement the next morning, right? Because all that upset was sitting in her stomach all night. Right. So over time, 
she did um, stop that behavior. And she was eating some animal protein. I am vegan. Uh, I don't expect other people to eat like me. But did you know, um, just with the colonics alone, she started to be able to go like three times a week instead of once a week. Yeah. Then she stopped some of the bad habits and she was going four times a week or something. I mean, I'm generalizing. I don't remember exactly. And then she decided to, you know, over time, she started to really open to, to changing her habits, the way she was eating. And she actually adopted a plant-based vegan diet. Do you know this woman? And she's, I would say, probably in her late 40s. Uh, so she's not like 22. Uh, she poops every day and she poops sometimes twice a day. And she doesn't need to come see me every week anymore. Yeah. So I have seen miraculous things happen like that where I never would have thought yeah. uh, there would have been a change. That has to feel good because helping people, I mean, I know that from my own experience, when you can see somebody's you know, just the subtleties of what, of you telling her, you know, it might be a good idea to cut out this or try a little bit more of this and seeing somebody do those things probably makes you feel like you're contributing in such a huge way because none of us feel good when we have a, you know, a big bulging stomach, we haven't gone to the bathroom, we're constipated or we're on the toilet trying to go and nothing's happening. Um, so I think you, your work is really important. It's really important to me. Another question um, I had is how do drugs affect people's digestive system and gut? Uh, constipation. Even an, an aspirin, taking an aspirin can make a person constipated. Um, and I'm saddened to say that there's so many young people, you know, we always uh, go over health history when we book our first client, uh, first appointment with that new client. And there's so many young people on antidepressants now. And I, you know, I wonder, you know, if that's part of what's, because when you're holding waste in the body, uh, how is that going to create a positive outlook, mm -hmm. you know, happy, energetic body and mind. Yeah. So uh, my panic attacks stopped once I cleaned my, my colon. Yeah. So toxicity in the body, holding that in the body can affect your mood as well. Uh, so, so many things, you know, cleaning the colon is like emptying the garbage pail and every organ in the body benefits. It's not just the colon. Uh, so uh, we create more circulation in the blood, uh, more oxygen flow, I should say, um, cleaner blood, you know, just a healthier body as a whole. Yeah. Immune system gets a boost. Uh, see a lot of people using colon hydrotherapy as part of a healing. Oh, yeah. Uh, to heal a bigger problem. Oh, yeah. It certainly worked that way in my life. I think I started coming to you when I got sober and I, I didn't know how to do anything, much less eat properly when I got sober. Um, and I remember you mentioning to me, you should eat more avocados. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is somebody asked me, what's the best thing to eat for, uh, promoting you, you mentioned much of these earlier, but is there one or two vegetables that sticks out for you that promote healthy gut release and healthy traction in, you know, peristalsis? Um, I mean, what comes to mind, I mean, basically your fruits and vegetables, are where it's at. They're water rich, right? And they're uh, 
perfect, right? Mm -hmm. They have perfect fiber, water, nutrition. Um, now, let's say you had a salad with lots of greens in it, tomatoes, cucumbers, maybe a radish, I don't know, yeah, an average salad. So sometimes people, and maybe let's say the avocado, mm -hmm. uh, some people will say it's not working. You know, it's not helping my constipation or... So one of the things I'll suggest is to add more um, denser fiber. So grated carrots, celery, grated beets, a little denser. Mm -hmm. And that will help push like a broom everything through the system. Uh, something like that can make a difference. Vegetable juice is also quite powerful in moving the bowels. I've seen cases where people will drink maybe 32 ounces of vegetable juice in the morning and it gets the bowels moving. Oh, wow. I'm a big fan of green juice, but if someone is having issues going to the bathroom, I'd say add some carrot to that or some beet. Mm -hmm. And that might create this energy. It makes the juice a little... Um, viscous or gives it more body mm -hmm. and that will stimulate the bowel to perform. Oh, wow. And then one of my best friends who has been a guest host on the show many times, I said, do you have any questions about poop that you want me to talk about today? And he said, well, I have been drinking water with lemon and back pepper every morning for seven days. Does that affect anything in my colon? And I said, well, did you notice a difference? And he didn't answer. So what do you think about that concoction? I think he might've even had maple syrup in there. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, the Master Cleanse uh, has the maple syrup with the lemon juice. Um, yeah. I think some salt. That was a big water. diet of mine in the 80s. What starvation yeah. all around and then just eating, drinking that. Uh, uh, lemon juice and water is excellent. Um, it creates alkalinity in the body. So we tend to lean towards being acidic in our pH. The pH is sort of the um, potential for hyd hydrogen in the body. So it's um, we want to balance out our acidity. Uh, if you drink coffee, you eat meat, dairy, these foods make you acidic. Bread makes you acidic. But green leafy vegetables, for instance, makes your terrain more alkaline, it's full of minerals. So um, the lemon juice uh, and water will help neutralize all that. Um, and just hydrating first thing in the morning, uh, excellent. Yeah. Might cause you to have a bowel movement. Just drinking a glass of water could help get the bowels moving. Yeah. And then the cayenne pepper, uh, it's a great deterrent for parasites. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it gets the circulation going. It's good for your heart to have cayenne pepper, uh, any of the hot chilies. Uh, it's uh, fantastic for your circulation. Oh, great. So that can help you have a bowel movement. That's great. Um, and the other thing I notice about you, because obviously in my mind, you're a very healthy person, you have a very um, active frame, but you're thin and you're fit and you look young for your age. Do you think all of your eating over this amount of time since you started on, you know, taking care of yourself has helped keep you looking young and vibrant? Obviously, don't you look your age and you're in wonderful shape. Um, obviously that that's the, the result of taking care of yourself. Um, do you find that that's people look at you at like in that way as their first impression, obviously when they come to you is that you're a healthy perspective perspective is helping them to yeah. possibly pursue it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have to be, um, an example of the work I do Yeah, and, um, you know, I want to, 
feel great. I'm running my business and I, it takes a lot of energy and I want to be able to step into that and have a clear mind. And, um, I want to be sharp as I grow older. Uh, and, um, I would say my diet is very much part of that. My, my mother, um, you know, she ate a little of everything and she was pear shaped. So I'm, I'm pretty convinced that if I ate the standard American diet still, I would be pear shaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not. Uh, and uh, my father actually, uh, he was influenced by me and he became vegetarian. And I would say he ate uh, high vegan, not completely, but um, he was pretty close and he stayed pretty lean uh, and a good weight and pretty healthy throughout his life. Wow. Yeah, I just think it's so important. We we overlook because we're so busy with everything in our life. We need instant food. And we think that, you know, often as Americans, for sure, that just get something in and fast and it's cheap and it's this and that. But I'm, I'm noticing that it's not expensive to eat healthy if you can make the right decisions. I mean, right now, everything is sort of high anyways. But if you're on a budget, you can still be healthy, you can still be active. And it's, it's actually insurance or assurance for your body to, to be able to get older and, and be functioning on a higher level with your brain working. Well, Honestly, um, a lot of times people will buy processed foods that cost aren't that cheap, you know, uh, with the box and the packaging when you could just, you know, eat a pear. Yeah. You know, um, so someone could go and have an ice cream and spend several dollars for that, but you could eat an apple, you know, and the apple, the fiber in the apple is going to actually be quite filling. Because it, it really does have that effect as it moves through your intestine. So uh, it doesn't have to be complicated. Uh, there are times I'll just eat a head of romaine lettuce and I'll, I'll have some uh, germinated walnuts. Mm, that know? sounds good. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to I'll teach me how to make those. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take the walnuts and I'll soak them overnight, rinse them off, and that makes them more digestible. And I'll just eat very simply, maybe just cucumber wedges. And now uh, in, it's the time of the year where it's uh, warm out. So everything tastes great. You, know, you go to the farmer's market and just uh, eating simply and really tasting uh, the flavors of each thing. Most people will cover up the taste with dressings and sauces. And, yeah. and you know, it's a lot of sodium. And they get addicted to that. But to uh, when you simplify the palate and eat more simply, then you really taste the food. Uh, at first, everything may not taste like it has much flavor, but if you follow nature, because uh, animals in nature don't cook their food, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of bizarre. We cook anything, really. But if we are living according to nature, uh, then eating very simply will be delicious. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Um, I'm going to have a promo code in the iTunes and Spotify uh, and online if you email me so you can have a visit to see Donna. I don't know what the discount code is or just introducing them to gravity uh, in the East Village. And if you're traveling to New York and you want to feel really good after you leave New York, then uh, also you can have a visit at Gravity East Village with Donna or one of your other Um, 
experts there. And um, thank you for coming to speak to us. And thank you for being so beautiful and in my life and helping me so much because uh, you really have tremendously made a difference in my outlook on everything. And I'm more comfortable, relaxed. And I feel that I'm from the time I started seeing you until now, I'm, I'm just a completely different physical body um, from the beginning. And um, I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure seeing you at, at the office. Okay, so, good. And I'll see you next week, too. So <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks, Donna. Come back anytime. Okay. We, might, we might call you again for uh, some questions on nutrition uh, because there are a lot of questions Great. I get on that and weight loss. So sure. I appreciate you yeah. coming. And um, thanks for coming Thank to Talk you. to Tall. See you, Talia. See ya. Thank you for listening to talk to tall. If you are feeling like you need help to find your truth, please shoot us an email with your question to talk to Talia at gmail.com. It's T-A-L-K, the number two, T-A-L-L-I-A at gmail.com. You'll never know your truth unless you ask for it. <laughs>